This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, light-skinned people are not white. Surprise! Slavery ended for black women too, and we must be paid. And for the last time, but probably not, white people do not get cookies for not being racist. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Hello. Hello. What's up? Nothing. How are you doing? I'm excited because it's warm and I get to thought. Thought out, yo. Get to wear my thought clothes. I had some thought clothes on earlier and then I walked the dog and I was like, where am I going? I changed my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, thought weather. Thought uh, weather. That's cool. So I my tank. legs are out uh-huh. and I have on no panties. Good for you, yo. Yeah. I have a tank top on. I almost <laughs> didn't wear a bra. I was like, am I going to Brooklyn today in no bra? But. I had to harness them. It, it wasn't working for this tank top. I'm going to do okay. it, though. You would have had amazing side boob. I did have good side boob, but it does a little bit of a bag here that makes the side boob movement questionable. And I, I didn't want any questions. So Okay. okay. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two, two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen and Jay. Waka, waka, waka. Hey. I haven't done an owl in a while. Actually, I have. I'm lying. Um, yeah. I do owls all the time. You do owls. You do them all the time. All the fucking time. All the time. Yo, so our last show was our live 100th episode, yo. Amazing. It was dope. It was really good. It was. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And I'm still living off that high, yo. The shit was lit. Yeah, was Thank cool. you to everybody who came. Thanks to everybody. We got so we got letters, we got fucking emails, we got tweets like congratulating us or mm-hmm. whatever. So thanks to everybody who sent us love. We appreciate yes, that. Yes, I got no invite, which annoyed the fuck out of me. Um, oh, like oh, I don't get an invite kind of thing. Um, even though it was all over all of it our, was social, all over our social media. It was all over our social media. And if you listen to my show, yeah, then you would have been invited. Yeah, so you obviously don't listen. People are weird. Stop being stupid. They're stupid. Speaking oh. of the show, if you want to follow the conversation, you can use the hashtag T with QJ on all social media platforms. We check that shit. Use it on Twitter. We retweet that shit. We talk back. Yada yada yada. Do that. Um, also, if you would like to donate to this podcast to help us flourish, you can. You can. Point at me like Janicia does this. Boom. <laughs> you can. Do it every episode. You can visit our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit the donate button. Um, but we now have two ways to donate. You can just um, drop off whatever mo- amount you would like in our PayPal link. Press di- press donate. That's the PayPal link. Or you can use the direct link, which was, what is it? PayPal.me slash QJ. Or you can hit that um, Patreon button and become a patron of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just asking for only $2 a month. It's $2! Just $2 Everybody a month. Everybody donates $2. If everyone who listens donates $2 a month, we'll be fucking set. We'll be yeah. able to take care of the I shit hope we need to our do and grow the show. I hope our overhead will be on That's right. Like, word. $2. So, um, so, yeah, those are the two ways that you can contribute to the show. And a direct link to the Patreon is patreon.com slash T with QJ. Mm-hmm. Or go to our website 
and click those buttons. It's all there, yo. It's all there. Speaking of donations, yo, quick libations to everybody who sent us donations recently. Um, we have several new Patreons. Uh, Aliyah, I, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Correct me if I'm wrong. But anyways, but she's a throwback, way back listener. Yeah. My homegirl, Lisa, who's been listening for a long time. Zoilo, who is Oddbot. He's been around Not forever. M, Sydney, and Justin. Thank you all so much for becoming Patreons. Um, are they Patreons when they donate to Patreon or are they patrons? I was going to correct you, but I was like, oh, well, I wasn't sure because if you're doing it through Patreon, Patreon I don't know. is the site, and then the things the people are called patrons. But uh, I didn't care enough, like that much. I wasn't to be sure. Like, I wasn't sure how I felt. Yeah. Um, also, Calvin hit us up on our PayPal link, um, and so we appreciate you all for that, yo. And you can you you can donate any amount. Um, we ask for the two dollars from our patrons, but if you want to donate more, we have people who are doing five dollars a month. We have people doing more, so whatever you're comfortable with, and donate. Donations are also the people who brought tickets or um, paid at the Absolutely. door for our show. Those are donations. Absolutely. That is that is added to that pot. So mm-hmm. we thank you for um, everyone who paid to come see us. We appreciate you because that donated. That that's a part of that. That helps with everything. It's right. not like we were like, yes, mm-hmm. let's go. I don't know, eat pizza, um, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a donation also. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, um. Yeah. So thank you all for that. Do you have any other libations? Um, I just want to throw libation, pour libations for the sun. Because mm-hmm. um, I see you when you're out here. Okay. And you're not doing that trick shit. You don't want to be sunny and it still be cold. Yeah, it's like legit it's like, like warm, legit today, warm today. It's a warm day in April. I'm yes. fucking with it. And I needed it. Um, yeah, like, thank you, sun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please shine down on me. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, further libations. I went to um, Odiosa's first anniversary party mm-hmm. last night in the Bronx so that was lit so I wanted to give poor libations for them um, if you haven't heard of Odios- Odiosas they are a uh, like an activist artist collective out of the Bronx mm-hmm. um, and Afro Latinx folks I think I don't know maybe they're not all Afro not all of them no there's a white girl there right 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 Right. Yes. Anyway, I'll put more. <laughs> I'll put a more detailed description in the in the show notes. Um, but well, I appreciate them. And I appreciate the work that they do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I appreciate the work they know. do. They do a lot of organizing around gentrification in the Bronx and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, they uh, partnered up with Mujeristas to do like a. I think they did like an Afro Latinx meetup or whatever. So it's like a part of their work that yeah. they do. Um, and they have like an art is labor show coming up. I want to say it's on the 23rd. That's a Sunday, right? I don't. Okay. I don't it know is. Yeah. I'm going to put that shit. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Yeah. So they, they do a lot of stuff. Um, they are very active in our hometown of the Bronx and we appreciate them. So I want to pour them a libation. Um, and then I wanted to give a quick libations to Charlie Murphy. Yo. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. For the laughs. I remember him back in the day when he was like the ba- big bad guy in CB4. Mm-hmm. And that was fucking hilarious. And um, yeah, man, it's sad. It's very sad that he's gone. It he's going to be missed, Fuck man. cancer. Fuck cancer, yo. Fuck cancer. But um, yeah, so thank you, Charlie Murphy, for the laughs. Isn't <laughs> 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 that Rick James, though? That's how Rick James is saying. I we've never have I heard have we heard Rick James really do that? We've heard Dave Chappelle do that. Yeah, but I'm sure that's how Rick James is probably. Shout out my fans. Unity. Yeah. <laughs>
So yeah, so libations to Charlie Murphy. We love you. Yes, uh, yes. You know, sleep in peace, all yes. that good stuff. All sleep in power. Um, we got a lot of T-mail. Yeah, we did. People, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of love. We got a lot of T-mail. We appreciate that shit. So yeah, so let's get into T-mail. Um, yeah. you can always send us T-mail by using our email address twithqueenandj at gmail.com and um, just shout us a holler a lot of times we get questions or we just get comments on the show and how it makes it feel and we take all of it um, and appreciate all of it and love to share it on the show so if you have T-mail just you know hit us up um, so this letter is from Lindsay um, and I'm going to read that okay so dear Queen and Jay Thanks for the podcast. I've been listening to, I've been listening for a couple of weeks now and I really enjoy it. I am a white woman from a I am a white woman, but I really hate white feminism. Oh, she listens to the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I experienced some white feminist exclusivity and negative negativity towards me after I converted to Islam and started wearing a hijab. Hearing your experiences with and viewpoints of white feminists makes me feel at least I'm not crazy. These people are messed up. Yes, they are, girl. Things I've experienced since wearing a hijab are white women, strangers, telling me I don't have to wear that here, giving my husband dirty looks, telling me I speak English very well when it's obvious my accent is... Oh, when it's obvious by my accent, it's my native language. Touching my headscarf, etc., Okay, I'm getting angry. Apparently, it's okay to tell strangers how to dress. Not a big deal, but it just shows that white feminists can only imagine one way of being pro-woman's rights and an approved feminist. I would say that the right to dress how you want is pro-woman, and I support that for everyone. For me, it includes, I support that. For me, it includes covering myself up by my choice. I see now after dealing with Islamophobia in general, how white people enjoy the privilege of being individuals while religious minorities and people of color don't. I, I also appreciate some of the other topics you bring up that I wouldn't otherwise have been aware of, like child victims of sex traffic abusers being tried as adults and the poor treatment of Rikers Island prisoners. Anyway... Just wanted to say I enjoyed the podcast. Sincerely, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. I got a little triggered when they touched your hijab. That's not crazy. Gonna front. That, that kind of was like when I read it the first time, I was like, ah. Yeah. And just now I, that has came that back. happened to you before? No, because I'm generally in black spaces. Okay. Um, when I when I did appear to look like a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that means. I was mostly in black spaces mm-hmm. and it's just kind of always known that I'm Muslim and that mm-hmm. because of my personality, people not touching my mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. touching my hijab. But it is triggering because I know what it's like to when I am in, I guess, white spaces or spaces where I feel othered, mm-hmm. it's generally because I'm black or because I'm a woman, so mm-hmm. I could still relate to like someone touching me yeah when, <laughs> i don't want right, to be touched right, right. you know when i was in high school i wrapped my head um for a majority of my high school experience um out of like i was on some roster shit or whatever mm-hmm. and white teachers would touch my head they would touch wow. my head yeah like if i was i was sitting somewhere in like an after school program i was sitting somewhere doing some shit and i don't i don't know if i think i was sitting towards the front 
and my head, I guess it was wrapped tall and maybe somebody behind me couldn't see, which mm-hmm. all you got to say is I can't Excuse see me. and I'll move. And she, she literally was like making a joke like, oh, we just got to push this down and like use two uh, double handed me, double handed my head and like squished it down. Yep. I wanted to stab her. Yo. I wanted to murder that's her. That's crazy. I know for me, a lot of my growing up, um, like my Islam intersection, mm-hmm. my parents were very like, they didn't, language that my mother used was like, yes, this is your religion, but as a child, you don't quite understand how to defend it, why you're defending it, mm-hmm. and all of these things. So my mother didn't make me like go to school wearing uh, head wraps mm-hmm. and all of that, even though like you knew I was Muslim, right. visibly that wasn't like a thing. But I, I'm sure it was to protect me from stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And this, this luckily in high school, I guess for me, it was like this, the, my own personal journey that I was on. Yeah. Like that wasn't like a family thing. And so I think that that, it, it was something that I chose. So it made it easier, even though it was still abusive that what I was receiving from other people. Mm-hmm. But I guess that dynamic was removed. Yeah, like being yeah. a kid and I'm experiencing this thing yeah. that I don't, you know, I, don't I, I didn't know. choose. Yeah, and, I didn't choose right, this. Right, right, I don't right. know why I'm doing this. Especially as a kid, I didn't know to the extent as to why my head was covered. I yeah. just knew that that's just what mm-hmm. I did. You go to the mm-hmm. mosque, you put on your, you know, whatever. Yeah, I didn't no. know the why. White folks loved touching my head. Um, but yeah, so that was that was abusive. But I can see how that would be a triggering, um, a triggering. Yeah, thing. that was triggering. But me. thank you for sharing that with us, Lynn. We appreciate you. We thank you for listening. I like that. I will say what I like about her letter. There's something I don't ever think about is there are different white women experiences. Like uh-huh. I don't think about white Muslim women. I right. know they exist, right, 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 right. <laughs> but I don't think about your nuances. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that was like different for me. Because I don't be thinking about that. (laughs) But yeah, I will say that because I've never thought about there's millions of white Muslim women. Mm -hmm. I don't think about them. Mm -hmm. So it was, it made me think about them. Well, that's good. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We got another letter from someone um, who hit me on the DMs on Instagram. So I appreciate that. And I'm going to read it. This one I'm going to choose to um, leave anonymous. Um, again, because it was like a personal DM. So thank you for that. But here she goes. So she says, I appreciate you sharing about your depression this past episode. I struggle with depression and anxiety, and I'm constantly afraid that an anxious or stressful period may push me to the point of debilitating anxiety or depression. I've chose to take medication, which has helped a lot. For me, finding a therapist has been difficult. It was very affirming to hear you share your story. Also, your podcast is really helping me after moving back home after college. I haven't quite found my local womanist intersectional circle, and I'm constantly confronting white supremacy at work. Listening to your podcast each week reminds me of the many, reminds me of many of the late nights, reminds me of the many late night conversations my friends and I would have in the dorm rooms. And then she gives me the black power fist. Thank you, girl. Oh, that's so nice. It was, it, it was really nice. And it touched me because I don't, I talk about um, my experiences with depression here because I feel like it's good for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, it would have benefited me to hear other people talk about yeah. their experiences with depression. But it makes me really uncomfortable, honestly. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to cry again. Um, it's on It's on I brand. Know, but it's... I, I don't want to cry about this, yo. It's on brand. <sighs> anyway, it makes me uncomfortable to talk about it. 
but I feel like it's important to talk about and it's my truth, you know? Yeah. So it's affirming to hear people say, oh, this actually did, it was important that you talked about it. Because sometimes I talk about it and when I'm listening back to it, I'm cringing because I'm like, we're safe in this room, but I'm listening back to it and like other people are going to hear that I'm depressed. Are other people going to think that I'm weak? Are people going to think that I am um, depressed about some some other shit you, you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. are people gonna be trying to figure out what it is that's bothering me or like just a bunch of like weird shit because people are fucking weird because people are fucking weird um and so anyway i know in all of that that the, the best thing for me to do is to share it mm-hmm. um but it's still something that like is uncomfortable so i appreciate people saying hey thanks for you know yeah yeah thanks for doing that thanks for sharing it but um fuck yo it's all spring and nice outside well there's no windows in here so in the studio so (laughs) (laughs) we don't know it'll be a tornado out there we don't fucking know (laughs) but i realized today i'm on like i'm like just i guess fucking to speak about shit to talk about depression a little bit like i've been good Mm -hmm. and my mood has been good and like leveled and shit like that but i'm like on the edge of tears like all the time Mm mm-hmm which I didn't think about, which I was like, I was fine. And then my bus driver, I had to take a fucking shuttle bus today and he skipped my stop. <laughs> and I wanted to cry. <laughs> I, wanted, I got off the bus. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? Did you pass Morgan? And he's like, oh yeah, we'll get there somehow. I was looking for Jefferson and da 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 da. He like didn't apologize, but he wasn't like an asshole. So I got off the bus. I had to walk back to the studio, whatever. I got off the bus and I wanted to like give him the double fisted fucking fingers in the air and I wanted to kick the bus tires. Like I wanted to have like a full on fucking tantrum. And then I just wanted to cry when otherwise I was having like the best fucking day. Mm-hmm. Like I did so much shit today. Like I feel good. But, um, yeah, I've been on, like, the edge of fucking tears, yo. I don't know. But anyway, I'm okay. I'm a bad bitch. And um, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm a bad bitch. Let's move on. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the title of the show. That's the title of the show. <laughs> I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad let's bitch. Let's move on. <laughs> And my friends are too. Oh, God. Let me write that down. (laughs) Yeah. So we got another letter, but this letter actually has a question for us. Yes. It has a question, and we wanted to talk about that. Yeah, let's get into that. that a little bit more. Yes, let's do that. Kind of. Um, Wait, can you read this? Can I read? Nope. Here you go. <laughs> you please read it. Yeah, I, I cannot. I just realized what it was about. Good wait, point. Wait. I forgot what it was about. No, I cannot read yeah. that. Yo. All right. So here is the um another T mail letter we got. They're asking us a question. Um and I guess I'll answer it. <laughs> no, no, we can we can talk about it. I'm probably gonna cry again, but it's okay. okay. Right. I might not. I might not cry again. All right, we'll see. For some reason, every time I see Hey Ladies, I think of this Destiny Child song. 
Oh, hey ladies, why is it that make it go do what's wrong? Why is that you just decide to keep holding on? Why is it that I don't like yeah. the word ladies? But. Um, but every time I see hey ladies with exclamation point yeah. in my mind, it goes hey ladies. No, <laughs> like I wish that I wish that's how it would feel. I see hey ladies and I'd be like, I'm not a fucking lady. Well, well, that's we were like feel. raised differently. I know, so I can see why. I, I get why you don't like ladies. Right, 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 right. Okay, you're right. Hey ladies, okay. hey ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I love your show, per usual. I finally have knowledgeable individuals to ask questions. Yay! Yay! This is a black woman, by the way. Jasmine Kelly. Anyway. Jasmine, sorry. Oh, I didn't say who they were. Mm -hmm. But uh, whatever. But when you said they're asking questions, I thought it was important that I say it's a black lady. Okay. That's fine. fine. You know what I'm saying? Labor. No, that's fine. Um, Anyway, I was catching up on your show and listened to keep our names out your mouth episode and i can honestly say that i'm in tears i mean i know that america doesn't give a shit about black people but damn i signed the Satonia's petition and i plan to write a letter for demetrius oh Satonia. um i work in education and the population that i work with are at-risk students students of color and which i too continue to work with i do the best i can on a daily basis to check my own biases, in addition to opening myself up to new mindsets that make sense and respect the case and respect the cause. Excuse me. Nonetheless, when I hear cases such as what is it, Centonia's, Centoya, Centoya, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, such as Centoya's or Demetrius, I become so overwhelmed and feel like we are back to square one, which is an all too familiar place. My question to you is, how do you maintain what is so much shit happening? How? It's hard to not let your mind get weighed down from all of this. You both are loved as usual. More light and peace and understanding to you both. Thank you, Jasmine. That was sweet. Um, And just for anybody who hasn't listened to those past episodes, we talked about um, Centoya Brown, who um, was a victim of um, sex trafficking and sexual assault um, and is being tried as an adult for murder or was convicted she was convicted, convicted yeah, right? yeah for um killing uh john right a rapist right she's underage right um and then demetrius was uh someone who was arrested and is being held in jail and they're not giving him his proper meds he's supposed to do like is it dialysis or he's supposed to do something every few weeks or something yeah, and he's not, not he's been denied that service yeah. but if you listen in the past episodes information is there you can check those out yeah um self-care black joy where do we find that shit, yo? So, um, what do I do? I disengage a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what triggers me, so I stay away. Like that's really, really important to me. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about when we talk about triggering, um, just so that we're clear to Jasmine, whoever's listening, like what does that mean? Things that I know will evoke emotions out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what triggering is for me. I'm triggers are like different for different people. Mm-hmm. But if I see like rape, or if I see like if I look like a black woman is being bashed, if I if it looks like there's a video and a police officer is harming a person, like mm-hmm. things like that, right. I stay away from. Um, because I already do that in my work, mm-hmm. I don't need to do that on my off time. Right. So I generally stay away as best I can. Mm-hmm. Like all my friends and family know not to tag me in that shit, mm-hmm. so they don't. Right. Sometimes when people, sometimes when things like that happen and people feel that I should be speaking about it, I will post on Facebook, "Don't tag me in anything. I'm having a good day today. Please don't tag me mm-hmm. in anything." Blah blah blah. And people generally listen, which I appreciate. Um, 
for right now the space i'm in is just like love and love Mm -hmm. um i'm like all about like love right now like um meeting new people and just like loving what it is and not even like wondering about where's it going Mm -hmm. why they're here and all of that stuff it's just like yo i'm having fun right now so i'm just gonna enjoy this right now like i'm not even like thinking about what's possible between me and this person or people that i'm meeting Mm -hmm. it's just like i'm enjoying this they're making me feel good Mm -hmm. and i need this so that's what it is so that's one thing I'm doing. Another thing I do is watch a lot of trash. Um, what would people like to call trash? But mm-hmm. I like I watch a lot of Ratchet TV. Yeah. It helps. I need it. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking need it. Yep. And um, my tribe is dope. Like, my tribe is dope. Like, mm-hmm. I can, like, hit anybody up and express whatever and can get feedback. Mm-hmm. Like, there's never I never feel, like, alone, which is really, really good. And um, I worked really hard to not feel alone. Right. Um, so that's another thing for me that's like really important. Mm-hmm. And sugar. Mm. <laughs> sugar makes me feel fucking good. Right. Like I used to try to like battle it. And I was like, oh, you're a sugar addict. You need to cut in this and that. I'm like, look, Trump is a president. Mm-hmm. I need sex and sugar. Like that's just, I'm with that that's just what it is. Like that. I need sex and sugar. That's just what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's for me what it's been how it's been how i'm self-caring myself that's cool i like it yo i do crab legs fucking love crab legs right (laughs) so that's like in my rotation like if i can schedule a crab leg situation like that's what i'm about to do (laughs) okay i'm I'm going to eat crab and that's important i think that sometimes people think that these are just like luxuries or whatever and i think when it comes to like trying to maintain your life and especially as black folks like the nature of this letter it's like this this is the stuff that we're facing all All the the time time. it's some shit around every corner like indulge in the shit that you like and the shit that brings you joy yeah i had not to cut you Mm -hmm. off but the other day i was supposed to go out with some friends um we're supposed to meet after work for drinks yeah and it just didn't happen i just took myself out to dinner like it was just like yeah, I got food in the house. Yeah, I could, that's like I could cook for myself. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to a restaurant nice. to have Did dinner. You know? And I didn't go anywhere. I just went to Spice. You know, Spice. Yeah, 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 that's something. Went to the restaurant, sat down, had my wines, mm-hmm. eating my food. Everyone was being weird because I was alone, but I right, didn't care. Of course. What time did you go? Um, it was probably was like six. Oh, that's the like, height of weird hour. Yeah, I said motherfuckers like, start acting weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, and as when I was sitting there, I was like, why don't I do this more? Mm-hmm. So it's, there's certain things that I'm just going to do. Like, I've always gone to the movies by yeah, myself and yeah. like stuff like that. But I'm like, nah, I need to go out to dinner. Yeah, no, that's important. Um, that's at least important. once a month. I'm the only reason that I don't do crab legs by myself as often as I do other stuff by myself mm-hmm. is because it takes so long for me to eat crab legs. I'd be like, <laughs> you know what? And I can't check my phone or uh-huh. anything because uh, yeah, my yeah. hands are fucking yeah. covered in butter and shit. <laughs> I need a buddy for that shit. Mm-hmm. But, um... Oh, I did get some on the way home once. That was a good. That was a good look. But anyway, yeah. So I do crab legs. Um, I enjoy cosplay. Mm-hmm. So that's something. That's like something that is. I try to do it low cost or whatever. But again, it's one of those things that if you can afford to do the thing that you really like that's to do, do, put money aside to do that shit. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like there are times when it's like, oh, I can't afford to have lunch, but I need these cosplay That's types. why I am with hair. Yeah. I'm like that with hair. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. 
For real. I'm glad you mentioned hair. Fucking hair. Yeah. Okay. Hair makes me happy. Foolishness. I like a lot of foolishness, right? So like a funny ass video, funny ass song, a funny, any viral clip where somebody is falling or making an ass out themselves <laughs> or whatever. I like that. Um, what else? Sex is nice. I like hugs. I like hugs. Yeah, that I shit like is hugs nice. Too. Hugs and cuddling is good. Um, family time is good in small doses. So I try sometimes to get some of that again in small doses. <laughs> um, if you live, like I hadn't been to the Bronx in a long time. Mm-hmm. So like going to Fordham Road all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just being in a place that like you have good feelings. You have from. nostalgic feelings. Yeah, from. yeah, 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 yes. yeah. So I think that shit is good. Yo, the other day. I revisited Destiny's Child writing on the wall album. Like oh, yeah. because I just needed to like do those things. Right. And my cat was looking at me like me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this is before your time, Zena. Mm-hmm. You don't know these things. Yeah. But this used to make me happy yeah. when I was fifteen. So mm-hmm. we're blasting Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like I think I'm jumping on your yeah, stuff, yeah, but yeah. going back to nostalgic things right. will always make you feel right, amazing. Right, will right. always make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just I want to make sure that we've covered, <clears throat> sorry, covered free things that you can do that feel good, right? So like, if you have internet access, funny stupid videos yeah. are cool. That's fun and free. Um, what else is free? The weather, nice weather is free. Nice weather is good. Capitalize on that shit. Capitalize on the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, that Hugs. makes you feel good. Hugs are good. Family time. Connecting with your tribe. Laughter. Laughter Mm -hmm. is good. Music. Yes. I dance in my house sometimes. Or like, have a. I'm I'm trying this now for myself. Mm -hmm. I decided this yesterday after a phone call with my best friend. But I'm going to have like romantic nights for myself where right. i like i want like pretty lingerie that's just for me that i just i'm just in the house mm-hmm. i usually my lingerie or whatever is for like when i'm entertaining a man mm-hmm. i don't have anything where it's just like this is i do have like one nice robe but like i don't have like you know like just some nice lingerie i could put on to, and drink wine and maybe write or maybe like watch tv and but that's for me like like my kind of like seduce yourself mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that shit that's dope that's what i'm working on for myself right. now um because you know i've been seducing other motherfuckers like mm-hmm. seduce me i'm important yo my crazy mom she i don't call her crazy no i don't mind calling her crazy i don't want to use the word crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my zany mom <laughs> she got on this tear where she would when i was staying there she would take a long ass bath every morning i'd be like why don't you just get in the shower and get out but that was the only time that she could find she would get up early and take like a fucking nice luxurious bath i started taking bubble baths again i took one yesterday they're great i read my comics in the bathtub i'm Mm -hmm. like this is like it's time like make time for yourself if you can if you can i know some people have kids and stuff and they can't get a moment to themselves to do that kind of Mm thing um but yeah, try try and like make time for yourself. And then don't be afraid to I notice um my grandmother for example is going through dementia right now and so my mom and my uncle are like taking turns like taking care of her mm-hmm. and figuring that shit out or whatever. I would say don't be afraid to ask for help. 
right? So if yeah. you need, like, like yes. really review your tribe and see, yo, if I text so-and-so and say, hey, can you come over and help me with such and, and such? There are people who will be there for you that you don't expect would be there for you. Yeah. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I asked someone to give me a ride to Ikea, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, wait, but you just said yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have to negotiate. Right, nothing. right, right. It was like, yeah, you need to go. Tell me when you need to go. Mm-hmm. We, out, we out there. Mm-hmm. That's in Red Hook, right? All right, cool. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> what? Yeah, and that's simple as fuck. Right, right. But I'm just right. so used to not asking people for things because there's always this song and dance. Right. Um that I've gotten used to not even yeah. just asking. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah. Yeah. I usually ask and then if you I mean, if you can't do it, that's cool. But there's some people who act mad with the fucking song and dance and the mad flake. And it's like, okay, well, I'll never ask you for anything, anything. Yep. ever again in life. Yep. And you're dead to me. <laughs> yep. Oh, wait. Is I, the mic good? I hit a chord or something. Okay. And you're dead to me. Yes. Um, But that's just that one person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mad other people. And then, of course, with that is making yourself available to be of assistance in that way people. to other yes. folks or you whatever. Can't just be, yeah. Right, right, right. But, um, but yeah, not like don't be afraid to um, to ask or to lean on folks. I feel like sometimes somebody is like they're asking me, but they're not asking me. Like, just ask me, yo. Just ask me, and mm-hmm. I'll do it. And then also, I guess we should something I'm I've learned to do is be more sensitive when you know somebody is asking you something, but they're being like not they don't want to ask you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, good at recognizing do you need this? That Are you I'm asking like me that. for this? Or right? I'm good at recognizing that because I'm like that because mm-hmm. I'm reluctant to ask for things. So asking someone for something is a chore for me, right? Because I'm reluctant because my the track record is just mm-hmm. not good for me in my life. Mm-hmm. So I can recognize when people are right. asking in that it's way because that's the space that yeah. I've been in. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's harder. So I had to learn to do that because I'm either not fucking asking you at all. I'm not insinuating mm-hmm. that. I'm not fucking asking mm-hmm. or i'm asking you directly like yeah. this is what i need or whatever um so i had to learn when somebody is like kind of halfway hinting and be like oh well let me relieve the pressure off of this motherfucker and say hey are you asking me to do so and so whatever like mm-hmm. what's up um so yeah so being um available to other people and then you know not being afraid to ask another thing that i'm doing this is like this goal i set for myself for this year um to make me happy and to mm-hmm. feel like i'm s- it just makes me happy to make black women happy right, that makes right. me happy that's a part of my black joy so like for this year once a month i'm either donating money to like a black woman thing mm-hmm. or i'm like volunteering for a black woman thing mm-hmm. like um because making black women happy makes me happy right. you know so like there's this mad different ways to um find some solace in the fuck shit mm-hmm. um because we've been doing that right, right like right. a lot of our art is that yeah um we've been doing that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah jasmine i hope that helps um and i hope that you like all this stuff is stressful but it's gonna be some more shit around the corner and like we can't let white supremacy take us out they want us dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if it's through stress. They want us fucking dead. That's their very mission. So our job is to stay alive, to exist, to survive, to find joy. That shit is revolutionary. I'm saying, like, I'm petty. 
I'm I'm staying alive for pettiness. Right. Like you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, want yeah. me dead, mm-hmm. but I'm alive and smiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know, like that's there's joy you know, in that. There's, there's, there's joy there's in that. Joy in that. Don't yeah. don't get overwhelmed. Yes. This is this is the system that we live in and it's it's getting better at a snail's pace and there will be more bodies before it's better. So don't um you can't internalize it, you know? Yeah, not too much. Not too much. Mm-mm. We love you. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017? It is about? a year that we give black women our money. What? Yes. Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes. bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you, and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjay.com. Go to the donation button, press it, and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash T with QJ. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. Speaking of <laughs> bringing black women joy, <laughs> okay, not only do we love to bring black women joy, <laughs> all right, but we also love, we also love abusing and hurting and bringing misery to anyone who challenges black women's joy yes okay and i also i get angry at anyone who challenges our joy so your home girl love you that ain't my home girl let's yes. get this yeah okay somebody's home girl <laughs> that ain't never been my home girl comedian internet personality writer former home girl she's a comedian well, yeah i was I She's think that she, I think that she, a part of her claim to fame is comedy. I don't know if she would call herself a comedian, um, but I, we say funny things. Uh, we do say funny things. I don't comedians. know why people like her. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I personally, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I never okay? understood the. But I, the I think that appeal. she is. I think that she's talented. Yes. You have that many people that fuck with yes. you. No, she is talented. You're a talented person, but she writes. She's but talented. I think a part of her thing is is comedy. I think. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it wasn't funny though. <laughs> you know it wasn't funny, yo. So your homegirl, your former former homegirl and sister girl and sister friend, uh, Lovey wrote this. I don't I don't know what inspired it. I don't really care. She wrote this outrageous Facebook post, several paragraph uh, Facebook fucking. Uh, what do you call those things? A dissertation? Thank you. Facebook <laughs> <laughs> dissertation. <laughs> on uh I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a dissertation bashing black feminism. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm gonna call it. Mm-hmm. Now she can write as many more paragraphs of shit and try and tell me that she wasn't trying to bash black feminism. Um but I can read, sister girl. That's what it was. Very well. That's exactly read. what it was. I can fucking read. So there were several things wrong with it. She has since wrote a worse follow-up to it <laughs> and then a whack-ass, dry-ass apology to it. It says dry um, as her hair. Oh, my god! Oh, my gosh. You're really going for it. <laughs> you are going for I it. Don't, I don't. Yeah. So 
I read this. I heard about this letter. She talked about my light skinned friend, so I could talk about her dry ass hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. The whole thing was a, a fucking abomination, yo. It was an abomination. So I read it the first paragraph. I'm like, okay. Wait, wait. Let's what? let's set it. Let's set this up. All right, set the scene. So I actually go to Jay's house. We were actually editing, doing final stuff for the live show um to post it so that everyone can listen to it. And I come to her house and I'm like, I don't know what happened, but the black people on the internet are wilding. That day was a lot of fucking wilding going on. (laughs) Oh, right. Because that same day. That's the same day Tyrese Tyrese was wilding. Janelle Monet was talking about not fucking for peace or some shit. I don't know if Zoe, we don't really think about it. Zoe Don just said she's doing she's doing her best to be white man. Cosplay taught her she wants to be white so bad. Cosplay taught her to be colorblind. Yeah, yeah, it was all of that was happening in that day. Oh, that's how it works. (laughs) Thanks, girl. After you do blackface, after you do a whole full ass movie in blackface with a prosthetic black nose, now you fucking colorblind, bitch. Why weren't you colorblind? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Zoe Saldana is fucking canceled, yo. And she's Saldana with an Enye and erased that shit so that white folks could, don't have yes, to and it's easier. Exactly. Fuck that, yo. I don't usually police people's hustle, but, but that uh, that pissed me off. You colorblind now, you dumb bitch? Yeah, so. Anyway. So that was this day. So right, so it's a lot <laughs> happening. That day was a lot. So I'm like, hey girl, Jay, did you, did you read what Lovey said? And I'm like, Lovey? What? No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say what she said. I'm like, right. brace yourself. It's a lot. Yeah. So she did warn me, but I read the first paragraph. I was like, okay, it sounds like we're coming upon some valuable critique. And I was like, keep reading. Right. Right. <laughs> so basically, she writes this whole letter to black folks and to black women in particular about the way that we are. And she doesn't say black women, but she does the, the what she doesn't know. Because she's, uh, I don't know, basic. This whole fucking letter was basic. What she doesn't know is that the language that she's doing and the things that she's condemning are ideas and concepts birthed from womanism and black feminism and black feminism. Because she's African elitist and you can't give black American women any credit. You can't do that. No, you can't. (laughs) You can't Can't. do it. We don't have an ideology. We don't have knowledge. We don't have Because we don't know what what tribe we we come from. So we don't know any of these things. Right, right, right. So yeah. (laughs) So so it was weird. So anyway, so the first paragraph is fairly innocuous or whatever. She's like, some of us are fighting for freedom. Other of us don't want yada, yada, yada. Some people are doing this that thing whatever whatever mm-hmm. um so she gets me it gets starts getting weird in the second paragraph but i won't bore you because this whole thing is boring and i'm gonna have to read <laughs> enough of it it gets weird in the second paragraph and then it gets oh third paragraph gets weirder <laughs> she starts that one. Oh, right so she's talking about there's some digital so she's going she's coming for the heads of online activists yes. and a lot of online activists are also offline activists but we're online we're talking to people we're sharing information yes. yada 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 um so she says she's talking about digital activists profiting on the black on black off of black pain um okay using it as a business model right maybe there's some critique to be had here whatever um then she says she writes this whole long ass paragraph about us 
not being kind enough or sensitive enough to white folks questioning how we do things or having Mm. honest questions or whatever. Let's get into this paragraph. Yeah, let's get into that. So, again, she's coming at... She says, at some point, she references this one particular woman who uh, was tagging her and stuff. And so she used the term she or whatever, which outside of the fact that this whole letter is about black feminist ideology um, was a hint that she was clearly talking about like women or black women or whatever. All right, so here's the paragraph where it gets real. So she's like, I'm talking about the ones who will literally ask for reparations via PayPal when a white person asks them a question. That shit is weird as fuck. The folks who give zero grace to folks who are actually trying to understand this fucked up web of oppression they benefit from. Not to be confused with white folks who just want to cry whiny tears of victimhood. But girl, it's so hard to tell them apart. And And you would know that if you played this game but you don't she doesn't play this you don't game. play this game and you don't, don't know what we do over here and i don't why do i have to do the work to figure out who is who it's like i've already got enough shit to do let's let's get back into it the ones who are quick to yell i've been harmed when they publicly harm people they know in real life every week you got my number b you don't have to start a hashtag against me the people who tell allies who actually want to help dismantle the system that they need to shut up purely because they're white and their voices are automatically trashed and they do shut up and they clam up and stay home because they've been told that the fight is not theirs <laughs> TK just said nigga didn't stay home uh, once we're at Bonfire Radio Studios TK is engineering this episode oh, yeah. thank you TK for the feeds on this we totally forgot you can get on the mic actually for this one if you if you, if you, if you feel like it this is a fucking free for all this one you can get on the mic but um yeah stay home bitch but so the thing with this paragraph right so for anyone who knows us, for example, we say pay black women. We say give black women your money. We say we give our PayPal information or whatever. We're doing this podcast thing. We're doing work. There are other black women. A part of that is the dismantling of white capitalist patriarchal society. The, the, that very shit when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, that's the shit that needs to be dismantled, right? So a part of black feminist theory, a part of womanism is how do we make sure that we're being compensated for the work that we're doing? Because this shit is multi-layered. It's, it's multi-leveled. It's not even that, all right? What it's, she's mad at is that when she was trying, when she was climbing and making her come up, mm-hmm. that wasn't the idea yet. Right. Bitches wasn't asking people, right. wasn't sending PayPal links. So you mad. She sounds You're like an old white feminist. Yeah, like she sounds like, I, this is, I didn't make it that way, mm-hmm. so y'all shouldn't make it that right. way, and she y'all shouldn't be doing that way. PayPal. Like, that's yep. not our fault that that's not how the system was set up yet when you was doing your Twitter one or mm-hmm. when you was doing your blog one. It's different. The game changes all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Why are you mad? Right. Why are you mad? Right. I don't understand that. Yeah. And so uh, the concept of reparations, there are people, somebody at work the other day, this white lady was like, I, in the same breath, okay? So I didn't even have time to, in the same breath, she's like, this might come off racist, but I have this question. I wanted to know if da 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 da. Now, the question wasn't that racist, but. But she thought it was. She thought it might means- be, which means take a breath, bitch. Yep. So hello? Yeah. yeah. Which means take a breath. Yeah. Okay? Take a breath before you speak. Take a breath and okay. But now I'm sitting here and am I do I owe you the answer to this question? I'm just supposed to based on like the knowledge that I have cuz she asked me this cuz she knows that I have knowledge mm-hmm. on I have knowledge on this sus- subject. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
at least I know her and have met her, right? If I'm in a social media space, okay, and people are tweeting me questions, right? People are, I'm on Facebook and people are sending me, white folks are sending me fucking 40 paragraph essays on how they're not racist, but they have this question. Da, 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 da. What is the harm in me offering wanna my PayPal? Why? Wanna know what's the harm? It's because you're not a white man calling it a go. consultation. That's go. what the problem there is. That's go. what it is. And, and that's is. the part that annoys me is that this is done. Soliciting this for information is done in many ways that you think is acceptable because white supremacy said it's acceptable. Right. Like we pay to yeah. go to school. Yep. We, 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 we watch telethons all the time asking us for fucking money. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's like PBS asks us for money after Sesame Street every fucking day. Like yep. there are ways that this happens. It has been happening. It's not new. Black women didn't create this shit, mm -hmm. but when a black woman says it, it's a problem mm -hmm. and we're begging yep. and like, come like fuck out of here. Right, right, right. Shut dry head. So the very, for me, it's like the very, so like you miss the whole, like you miss the whole the thing. The whole thing. Cause for me, a, a part of the very foundation of black feminism is make sure that we're compensated because we are no longer to be the mules of, of this fucking country, the of the world. Yeah. Like consult, then Hello. hit that picture. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Does your hair get, uh, when you wash it, does it do things, bitch? Mm -hmm. That's a hair, black hair consult. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Hello. Yes. Hello. Exactly Hello. what that is. Right. And because we do so much work, right mm -hmm. because like i say all the time i'm tired of all of this work mm -hmm. i'm tired of all this work i have right. to uh, um teach black men i have to teach white women mm -hmm. i have to all of these things mm -hmm. you better fucking pay me my workload is fucking enormous Absolutely. Mm -hmm. you're gonna fucking pay me Absolutely. bottom Absolutely. line and it's a part of why you and i at least like this is the work that we do here in this space mm -hmm. and so we rarely um like i don't use my facebook and my twitter to have these conversations mm -hmm. i know that a lot of people do um but i find peace in not doing that so if you're gonna now drag me into we feel that way because we're doing work here yeah you know what i'm saying so if this was not the work that we're doing and we had other regular ass jobs and then you're gonna hit me because you notice on twitter that i'm proficient in fucking racial issues you're gonna fucking hit me there hit my yeah. paypal yo yeah what's yep. the harm in that yeah that's why people think i'm like as people they don't say it out loud but i could feel it they think i'm a bitch when i like when they when something happens in the mm -hmm. news or like these things happen mm -hmm. and they tag me and i don't want to engage right. or yeah. i just drop like the show link or something I'm like, yeah. and i'll be like yo we talked about this at 41 seconds yeah. 40 minutes uh that's what i think right. yeah right? Right. if you want to engage with yes. me you got to do it through my show or you hit me with the black console yes. that's yep. it that's it unless you are for example bringing something to my attention like hey i came across this boom yeah. don't fucking ask me nothing don't fucking leave me the fuck alone yo i'm tired unless you about to hit me with some money for this and yeah. on the lovey shit like also if she's talking about somebody say they name right so nigga we right. have a mantra not, actually no but that's the thing that got me because she's like you got my number boo Oh, you got her number exactly. two though but and she's out here doing this fucking passive aggressive shit yeah, and, and don't dragging be mad. Yep. don't be wearing mad yeah. when niggas she's talking are like, about drag culture but she dragging right. somebody and here's the other thing keep our names out your mouth All every week we gotta tell people keep black women's Name names out, out your, your mouth talk to mouth. who you're talking exactly. to when I got a beef with someone like Alicia Keys mm -hmm. I say Alicia Keys right, right, I don't right. just address that I don't yeah. make that a blanketed statement and you also can't be surprised when when you came for everybody, mm -hmm. then then somehow you were coming for a specific person, person. but everybody think you came for them, right. right? So like the whole entire, not just black women, mm -hmm. the whole entire of black Twitter mm -hmm. was like, what? But it's because you did, right? right. So because Don't be when vague. you do, because let me, let me get to the rest Tell of this shit, because okay. it gets worse. Yeah, but okay. but does, I'm just, just going to say, when you say things that are 
racist we'll get there guys don't worry when you say stuff that's racist misogynistic or whatever and then you're like oh but i was just talking about this one thing and you're like no that fucking affects all of us that affects everybody i'm not gonna sit here just it's like that time and this is a small example but we've mentioned this before whatever um love and hip-hop new york when consequence was on there he was writing yeah writing a verse for i forget the rapper's name that he was working with but he wanted this girl to say light skin is the right skin or something like that and she was light skin and she didn't want to say it she's like i don't i don't rock with that i don't support that movement yeah and he's like yeah but it's nothing bad about you it's that you know light skin is good and da, 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 da. but no i don't fuck with that you yeah. say that you talk it's not just about me this is a lot this has a larger yeah. impact so when you go on this whole fucking rant as a black woman in media in the social media space and you talking about and dragging fucking black feminist theory and the way that we do shit in this online space the way other black women do it it's not just about who the fuck you're talking about yo talk to who the fuck you're talking to anyway gets better so then she says so she's been right be nice to white people she says then these Mm. faux activists faux activists are the problem because what they do is perpetuate the same cycle that they're fighting against and unfortunately for us to get free white folks got to do this work too otherwise if it was for us to fix by ourselves we would have been done it it's not about wanting white gays or about begging for white friends or wanting white folks to love us yes it is it is that's what you're asking you got that book deal you're trying to cross over we know what's we know what's happening we see it it's laundry day you know, we You're see washed. it. Wash, wash, run cycle. You ain't gotta love my black ass, but you can't say you want justice. And my life, and my life is in jeopardy every time I walk down the street. Here's the other thing that makes this such an obvious outsider shit: is that white allies, they know this shit they don't need to be fucking coddled they don't need nope. you to coddle and cater to their white fragility they don't. which is something that we're not going to do in this movement we're not catering to that shit um but she doesn't know that she's afraid that we're gonna we're gonna scare the nice white folks away and then they're not gonna want to help us anymore because the white them. folks that, that know they be out they there. be out there and they right. don't care they don't care if you curse them out because exactly. they know that a exactly. cursing out is coming exactly. like weekly woke white people know <laughs> that once a week there's gonna be a curse out on right. their timeline yeah. yeah. like, yep. and they Prepare know this it. and they not running be ready for exactly them niggas brace for impact exactly. they like that's a, exactly that's a part of the work that's, that's part a part of that's work. a part of the work and because they don't have tragedy at every corner yes. like I do. They're more equipped to deal with it. Yes. Okay? They have the facilities. They have, they can do that. Right. I have at every corner a tragedy. Right. So, like, of course, like, fuck. Right. Uh, you said well, before, how do we tell them apart? I asked a white lady for receipts, but she didn't want to give me one any, so I mm-hmm. couldn't believe her. <laughs> that was it. I was like, well, yeah. what have you done? There I need it to, is. They were like, oh, uh, yes, there you but go. But I'm, I'm a good person. That's not go. enough. There you go. Um, I'm going to quote uh, organizer and activist Ariel Newton uh, in her comments on Lovey and say you never organized a day in your life ever your ever. life your life <laughs> Ariel was talking about I watched um, the Women of Safety Pin Box did mm-hmm. like a, a video dialogue conversation about the concepts of black women and reparations and why that's important and yeah. how to navigate that and things like that um, 
and Ariel was talking about being in organized spaces because because really we've done a little bit of stuff but most of the things I feel like we've done have been in spaces with other black and brown folks yeah so I, it's rare that I have been in an organizing space with quote-unquote allies who have been abusive towards me yeah um I'm so, starting that now it's a process yeah so right so Ariel was speaking to that and talking about being um, in an organizing space, in an active, activist space with white allies who are talking down to black folks, who are talking to black folks like they are trash, who are using their knowledge and information, sucking them dry mm -hmm. and not giving anything in return. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm in a space, this. in a space, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. But I, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. But in a space where this is activist work anyway, this was free work anyway, and now you're taking extra shit out of yes. it. You're, you're draining. Like you've never experienced that. You've never experienced some of the things that we're talking about white folks sending us email upon email because that's not what you do you're a media personality and that's fine to just be a media personality that is fine but don't tell activists what they should do how they should do it right. or give them a three bullet right. a three bullet point plan of how it's supposed to be done because you're a media person stay right. in your lane stay in your lane and <laughs> as you as she will later reveal as she will later reveal in this article in this essay that she wrote you do not have the racial iq to do all. this shit right so people are asking you because you say funny things because you talk about gossip and little anecdotal shit here and you comment on pop culture which at times is race related and things like that but you do not have the IQ you don't have the background you don't have the knowledge she's always talking about shit she don't know though because I remember years back when um I believe it was around the time the shooting the shooting in Charleston happened mm -hmm. where um Dylan Roof murdered the um, people right. in the church. Um, she had this huge rant on Twitter that confused me and affirmed why she's not a part of my tribe. Right. But she had this huge rant about beauty bloggers and fashion bloggers, black beauty and fashion bloggers, mm -hmm. and why they're not talking about these things and mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Right, because that's what I use your what I want. Use your, I don't need no, no. bitch who's telling me which lipstick I need to no. also tell me about, like, there's different, don't. Th I don't need that. Don't that's need not what that, that is you. for. That's right. not what she built her platform for. Like, mm -hmm. just her being black and existing and telling me which shirt looks right with which pants is, is enough. Stay in your life. Like, it's enough. And for her to require that of people mm -hmm. this already lets me know how much he missed the market how her right. racial iq is just redundant right. like it does not right. exist and there's nothing wrong again and when i say stay in your lane there's nothing wrong with uh flirting with other things outside of what you do but then don't you have to you have to know what your iq is you have to know what your lane is what you're proficient at because this now telling organizers and activists how to conduct themselves that's not your lane to tell us what to do no it's not, it's not what you do even to organize a bad hello movement. yes yes, <laughs> yes. yes. You know? it is yes. yes oh my god it was a lot of work to do women's march you know <laughs> yeah even though it was hard it didn't speak right. to a lot of us but it was still a lot of work right. to do it and you can't tell those people like they were successful in some realm yeah. but you can't tell them how to do their job right right so Unless imagine how hard especially if you job. don't know anything about it i'm not going to mm -hmm. tell a beauty blogger how she's supposed nah. to use her platform yeah. I that's have weird. no idea how to do that why would i want a beauty blogger i just want to know how to crochet my shit that's in my it. head when i'm trying to find my black joy and i'm trying to learn how to cut this new wig that i bought i want to google fucking what are those hair tutorials yeah and get my stuff i want to get and that go. and i want to get and out and Honestly, and this is what Jay and I do in this show also, 
black joy is activism like that's activism you're being an activist by creating a joyful space for me and jay and tk to go to and enjoy ourselves that is activism i don't i don't need i don't need you to that's the thing about being a black insert job here right like Mm -hmm. everything is about being black first so people expect you to exercise your shit to the blackest extent you can't be a black painter and paint a rose right it becomes a rose (laughs) painted by black painter something yeah and that's something that a lot of us lovey have left let the white oppressor tell us we should be doing yes right so we know that Maybe you're just an artist who paints flowers or whatever, mm-hmm. but to the oppressor, no, you're a black artist yeah. who paints and flowers. How has that affected? Yeah, grow up where exactly. he could smell flowers. Can, does he have a nose? <laughs> is what is the this fuck? the rose that came from the, the concrete? concrete? Right. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> like, right, right, like all right, of that right. shit. Meanwhile, Joe Smo's mother grew roses. <laughs> and that's it. And that's right. it. So, so now that we're fully exhausted oh, of Go in. Oh, there's God, still more. Oh, right? it gets Wait. so much sweeter. There's more. There's more, guys. There's fucking more. So here's here's where she, she goes in. This is where she reveals it and she exposes. She's in a deep end, she's y'all. She's like, I'm going to expose these niggas. Or oh, crackers. Because that's, 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 this is where she's going. She thinks she's dropping mics. This bitch says, this is like the last, second to last paragraph. And what's interesting is a lot of the most caps, caps, caps activists, she wants to put this in all caps, folks, out here are of mixed race descent. I just want to tell them that they can chill. All right, Janice is listening now. My ears have perked up and my mixed race ancestors are in the building. I can, as brown as I am, yours are here race, too. But I'm mixed race too. Oh, my grandma my, just came back from the dead. With my oh brown my ass, with my brown ass, <laughs> niggas is listening. They're not Let's just go. mixed race people. I'm just like the house slaves are <laughs> listening. Yo. The house <laughs> niggas are listening. All right, <sighs> Emma, <So>. Emma Katie <laughs> is here. That's my grandmother. Yo. Emma Katie is here. Yo, um, you don't have to make up for the lack of melanin oh in your God. skin. By always using your outside voice, even in situations that don't warrant it. Tuck in your overcompensation. It's like you're performing blackness based on anger, which is insulting. Oh, my God. I'm itching. So so this part, question, you clarify for me. Is Uh she talking about Sean King or not? So here's the thing. I thought she was talking about the woman for the the pin box. Right, but then she clarified later on she wasn't talking about Uh that. The reason why this to me is not Sean King is because the whole, even though she doesn't know it because she's basic, the whole thing is based on black feminist theory and us Mm. being paid for our work. So initially when she said black identifying folks, I thought she might have been talking about Sean King, but then Mm -hmm. she's still talking about all this black feminist theory and the way that we move. And so I was like, no, she's talking about black women. I don't know who though. Then when she starts talking about mixed race folks, she's talking about people who she knows are in fact, and, and again, Sean King said he's black. I believe he's black. Mm-hmm. But she, when she says mixed race folks, she's talking about folks who she knows they black parents. She's seen them. She knows these people are black multiracial, yeah. black biracial, black inter, whatever the fuck. And she believes in her mind that this, yeah, you black, 
fuck? Yeah, she does. Why which is stupid. Like that because you're privileged though. When fuck? it comes to but that's the thing. Like, she doesn't acknowledge sorry, TK just said, yeah. but you're privileged though. Yeah. She doesn't understand though. See, that's the thing. That's to me, those are two separate yeah. things. Right. right. I walk this earth as a black woman. People see me, I deal with bullshit on the daily mm. as a black woman. I get treated like shit at work, not necessarily my current job. At times I do it whatever, but I get treated like shit at work. I get treated like shit uh, fucking trying to fucking ride the bus i get Jay treated can't like even, shit any restaurant we go to jay's food is fucked up all the time yo i <laughs> all deal with shit all the time, the time. I, I had i had some white homegirls that i would go to lunch with all the time and, and I, I would always be racist shit would be happening and at first they thought it was like just me or little things but every time we went out some weird shit, shit would happen, happen. i like and, and you then, see and i would paint out like okay right, so yeah. this has happened this is do you see and it's like yo what the fuck yeah and i am a very light-skinned black woman some people think i'm biracial my grandparents are multiracial biracial black people i am not biracial that's not my experience but we're all a fucking mixed race yes that's my sake. point right. it's like i'm right. i'm probably just as mixed now, as you but right. just because you're lighter right. that means you like have exactly. these special that's things what I so here's her like saying that <laughs> but like, so here's the thing that out. right so here's the here's the thing that separates my experience as a black woman from privilege right so now I experience all that shit on the daily because I am a black woman. My experience is that of a black woman. That does not mean that as a black woman who is also multiracial, who is also light-skinned, that doesn't mean that I don't recognize that my experience as a black woman is different than Queen's experience as a black woman, is different than TK's experience as a black It doesn't mean that I don't recognize that there are privileges that I receive because I am of a lighter complexion and that complexion is generally favored it doesn't mean that i don't recognize that but it also doesn't mean that i'm walking around with the benefits of whiteness because because you still black exactly whiteness is based on <laughs> removing you're not benefits. passing i'm not absolutely no. you're light skin you see uh, that, that you. there's a huge difference thank between you. passing and like being like which in this country it is very hard to pass yeah you know what i'm yes. saying like there are certain you have at this to point, look yeah, right at right, this point yeah. at this point yes because back in the day right my grandma could pass my my great-grandfather Man, my dad could pass yeah. but that was a part of survival it wasn't right. like oh this is this is the popping yeah. thing that was for survival when, when my grandmother tells the story about um, her elders going into town to pass. It mm-hmm. was a story of yeah, so and so could go into town and get whatever he wanted and come back. Yeah, it was like he could it's go survival. and do this right. So he's using his privilege yes. to go and bring things back to, in support of his black ass family. Yep. you know what I'm saying. And so go ahead. That's okay. how I feel like uh, Jesse Williams, who's like in Shondaland right, with her, right? Right, 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 I, right. I feel like that's how he moves. Right, mm-hmm. he knows and he's clear on these things mm-hmm. and he's like all right i gotta talk in caps caps right, caps right. which kind of like blew my mind because i was like oh he's like super caps 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 mm-hmm. and then he's like i gotta bring this shit back to my people mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. i don't know whatever whatever doors that right, he's opening. right right i don't know i'm just like making the connection between her situation moving into shondaland and like that new I'm not even there yet. I don't even there. I'm not there yet because because this is some fucking this is and this is a concept that I've heard before. Yeah. Right. So this is shit that I heard in junior high school when I was talking to children. Right. So this is some shit that you don't let pass. You don't let come into adulthood and out on the page. So as a kid, I had a friend who would be like, "Yeah, my dad says that light skinned people be overcompensating and da 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 da." And I I am this black ass way because of my black ass parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it was interesting. Wow. So like. You saying that my black ass dad was overcompensating for being mad light skinned and that that's what I'm that's why I'm this way or or I am the overcompensator because there's this there's a light skinned monolith though 
Mm. Right. <laughs> That's what that is. Right. Because there are many things that encompass who your dad is. Right. Not just being a light skinned black man. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like yeah, so yeah, like yeah. for people to just lump that up to him or you mm. being light and not even account the, the many different experiences right, that many right, different right, light skinned right, right. black people have is ridiculous yeah. and stupid. Right. Like it's it's stupid. Yeah, when you talk just to to cue in because we were having a private conversation about this earlier. We were talking about um, we actually talked about my dad, right? So my dad, both of his parents are biracial and multiracial or whatever. And I never thought that he was compensating as a lighter skinned person. But what you brought to my attention, which I hadn't thought about, is that my dad's parents were immigrants. My dad was... He's first generation. Right, he's first generation... Uh, Jamaican here and while there well, were while Jamaicans wasn't popping when right, he was here exactly, like this is exactly <laughs> and while there were a lot of other Jamaicans he was one of the only mad light skinned Jamaicans yeah. he wasn't Latino he wasn't you know what I'm saying he wasn't Puerto Rican like everybody else he wasn't Dominican or whatever there's that shit it's like so many different things that people experience that that it's not about that notion, and, and that's not to say that there is not one light skinned person somewhere who's overcompensating. I'm sure they exist, but that's not the monolith. Right, that is not right, the story right, of right. all light skinned black people. Right. That is that is not. Um, yeah. And I black wish people, people would like stop with that shit. Because even like um, my dad really like past people always think he was white, mm-hmm. and I never thought like he was overcompensating right. for being light. I just thought he was um, overcompensating for the false sense of what masculinity was like right. nothing to even do with what his light skinness has and b- looking like Smokey Robinson mm-hmm. like that none of that stuff mattered mm-hmm. it was about what the world told him what a man looks like or what a black man looks right. like and him trying to fit that mm-hmm. but I didn't, never thought it had anything to do with his lightness or his darkness but I wasn't raised in a colorist house like right. we didn't think we didn't mm-hmm. color wasn't a mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. so and then just when i hear about the the notion of overcompensating in my head because to me it just it brings to light okay these people don't understand how race works right so am i overcompensating for what for being white because my experience is not of a white person what not, is there to overcompensate and for? i think it's i think that's di- that's language for doing too much and being yeah. the most like all that you're supposed to be humble like mm-hmm. i think that's language for that like just mm-hmm. sit up sit down shut up and take this treatment mm-hmm. like you're not supposed mm-hmm. to say anything about it especially when you're light because right. i don't know and are also right. like brown skin dark skin black people supposed to be out here just doing all the yelling yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yeah I, I guess mm-hmm. we're supposed to um i don't know i don't know it's, weird. Don't it's, know. Weird. it's just weird the whole thing is weird yeah. and i think that i think also because of this um limited racial iq that people have yeah i think that when black folks multiracial black folks biracial black folks light-skinned black folks when we are um black and proud Mm -hmm. and organize and activate around shit like that i think that people who exist with a limited racial iq are looking like oh snap look at that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's like oh wow they're really But again, those are people with like a limited racial IQ. I think there's like a heightened awareness when they see a light-skinned person doing some black shit because they don't understand how blackness works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And right, right, right. And so like I've always understood blackness to be like my blackness is not based on the percentage of fucking African in my DNA. Yeah. It's there. It is my DNA. 
it's a part of who I am, but that's not what decides like how black I am. You know what I'm saying? There are very dark skinned people that I went to college with that whose experiences were culturally, I mean, they had black parents, so that's a black experience. You know what I'm saying? But culturally, I would look at it and say, oh, this, they move differently. This is weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is not the black that I know. You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was wildly offensive and fucking disgusting and othering and separatist um and also it kind of brought to mind like diasporic divides that's what i that's because she is right because she's a continental african yeah i thought oh do you not do you not you don't know anything about slavery you don't know how these things you don't know what black is nah that's that's what i got from her and a lot of times i thought that the reason i never was into her was because of my angst Mm -hmm. um and past experience with continental africans and how um they are about black people in the Mm -hmm. united states i just always seem like there's just something missing Mm. um and i don't be having time for that like Mm -hmm. i don't be having time for that so i could be why i don't know yeah i think it's just a part of like a like an understanding like just understanding that we all have different experiences in Mm -hmm. blackness and being accepting of that and that my experience it doesn't have to be um like just like yours to be a black experience yeah you know what definitely. i'm saying um and we talked about this before i was saying i had a friend who i feel like every time i'm around her not not much lately but every time i'm around her she has to bring up or mention or refer to my lightness yeah um and i don't know if that's because of whatever she dealt with growing up as a darker skinned person mm-hmm. um but for me because i grew up with light skin privilege i would take that into account so it would be rare that i would get offended by somebody saying some light skin shit until i got grown it's like yo you're my friend and every fucking time i see you you find a way to other me for Mm. being light skin and i'm not doing anything but minding my fucking business i offended my facebook for saying some light skin shit we'll get there yeah that's not even i don't understand that's something else um so anyway, so Lovey then doubles down on her shit and she's like, I said what I said. And she goes into this whole thing about black women asking for reparations. And she's like, I'm not trying to stop anybody's coins, but there's a way to do it. And you shouldn't be asking on her PayPal. Way is the only right. way. Her way is the only right. way. So she goes into this uh, very, res- the whole article. This- she's just mad because she was broke the whole, the whole right, way right, up. Right. And then it paid off like in a huge way, which mm-hmm, is dope. Mm-hmm. But why you like we could collect our little dollars and send some of them away? That whole article is like a fucking uh now now so now we're into like the respectability dissertation. So yeah. it's just this whole thing on like there's a way to do it and yada yada yada. And it just seemed to me very much like the way to do it was like the white man's way to do of it. Of course. Like as long as you do it in this way that's already been established in this white man's way, then it's okay. Sell a, sell a tangible product. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because then she, because then she held up right the women of Safety Pin Box, uh, Marissa and Leslie. I, mm-hmm. I forget Marissa's last name, but Leslie Mack and Marissa they do Safety Pin Box, and so that's. Did we talk about this before? Safety no. Pin Box. So Safety Pin Box is um, a subscription box kind of plan, and it is for white folks or anyone else who wants to learn about activism and how to be an ally and things like that. And they send a box of it's like a like a lesson plan or toolkit mm-hmm. on like what you can do to be a better ally instead. Instead of fucking emailing your black homegirl for free and having her tell you what to do or whatever, you can subscribe to this box. Or, you know, this is a, just like 
that's the, the part that annoys me is that they're teaching a class basically mm-hmm. that's right. mailed to your home right but if this is in a classroom it'll be fine and traditional and okay right to do right. but but no so what she does she hails them up she's like no oh, this okay. is how you do it because they're selling a product or whatever right 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 um <laughs> So anyway, so that's what safety pin box is. But also what they do is that they give money to black women, mm-hmm. right? And so safety pin box, their thing is all you have to do, any black woman can apply to get this money. You don't have to prove anything to safety pin box. You don't have to say, well, I did this and I did that. Mm-hmm. And I was on Melissa Harris Perry and I'm this kind of person. You don't have to do that shit. You say, this is what I do. This is what I'm working on. And that's it. Their yeah. application is very simple and they give money to black women doing shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And something that they came out and said was the only thing, the only difference between us and women giving their PayPal out on social media is an LLC. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing that divides us. Yeah. We're out here. We're trying to grow. Everybody should be getting this money. We are owed reparations. It doesn't matter what white person it comes from. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We are owed shit. And the best way to do that is through financing black women. But I feel like women. she, like, held them because it just makes sense to. Like, you can't make Well, she's been enemies. a supporter. She's been a supporter Yeah, but it's like you're still hating on people. Like, okay, she likes them, but you're still hating on people not packaging stuff the way you want it because of what we say here is not written in a book Mm -hmm. or because what we say here is not at a lecture it's Mm -hmm. invalid now we can't require people pay for it that's fucking bullshit well it goes back to white supremacy and credentialing motherfuckers Mm -hmm. right and so deciding who is remember they remember when melissa harris perry was on and doing her thing and everybody who had been on her show would like turn their fucking social media profile their avi was the picture of them Uh melissa harris perry or whatever Mm -hmm. And I just nothing wrong with that. If you were on there, that's cool. It was a great show, and I would totally do the same yeah. thing. Um, but there's this, there's this like credentialing that we do. There's this thing, even within our like the way we move on the internet and um, organizing circles or whatever, where you decide, okay, who has made it? Who is someone of note? Who is the most important talking head? Who has the most knowledge or whatever? Based on who has stamped you with validation? Yes. Who has validated who you? Has, and, but that stamp is generally something attached to white supremacy. Right. Mr. Harry yep. Perry's show was on a white, like was on what, MSNBC. Right, 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 right. Um, somebody like, I don't know who's who y'all like right now, Angela Ross, she's on CNN. Like mm-hmm. these, they are mm-hmm. people who are important because of the networks yeah. that they were on. Right, I'm, right, I'm right, bursting right. at the scene. So here. like, get into it. Get we're, into we're, it. We're, Still doing that mm-hmm. dumb shit. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. there's nothing that J.I. or T.K. say that isn't valid, but right. because we're like yep. independent Ooh, and not on, not, not on some yes. white cosign yes. network, tingling that mm-hmm. is different. And I can't tell you to donate to my shit at the mm-hmm. beginning of my show. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck out of here. That's bullshit. Yep. That is bullshit. Yep. Ooh, listen. Mm-hmm. So, the thing that I did recently that was black so, sort of ish, mm-hmm. right? That uh-huh. was on NPR. Yes, and I was a little bit weirded out. Cause I I post everything I promote everything right. I do and it's part of my life mm-hmm. I did it yeah right and it dismayed me that like people that I love people that know the show my show they know your show mm-hmm. they know everything that we do uh-huh. um so many people that I do this thing every day every other day Monday Wednesday Friday and I get a good amount of likes mm-hmm. and I post this NPR thing and it was the name brand they were reacting right. to yeah I don't even think they, I, maybe they didn't even listen to it right. but it was like it was an instant reaction yep. to the NPR, NPR name brand yeah right. I am now um what's the word credentialed yeah. in this white liberal media and I'm now I am now official mm-hmm. even though 
I got 600 plus episodes that make me fucking official. Yeah. And talking about the same topics. And even before the show, how long were you on radio? Like, right. you, you've been Other doing, places. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you've been It was been weird, doing and it made right. me feel weird, because I'm like, I am proud to do the work. Yeah. And for it to be recognized in other spaces, mm-hmm. but then it... It because made that's me the feel that, weird that people were so excited, and not just people, black people. Yeah, yes. you know what my I'm people, people, our people, my friends, people who <laughs> don't, who, people who we don't own this shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We own the things that we create for ourselves, but for the most part, mass media is owned and produced yeah. and generated by white folks, as are most things in this country. Yes. You know what I'm saying? As is white supremacist capitalism patriarchy that's what that is right so to see other black folks who know you've been grinding and don't get excited until they see oh you got that stamp now you've been stamped now it's like when we were doing pot and live and people were like yo what the what is this until after we did it and they thought it was great or whatever Mm -hmm. but leading up to it it was like yeah well that's just something i mean that's how i felt about the itunes thing when we when we like i was happy about like us being on the itunes thing but it was now like oh not, look look all this work not even like you did it and it was like but mm-hmm. i've been doing it right. i've been doing this like i've been doing this right. podcast for three years right. like i've had a magazine for how many like i've been doing all of this work for so long and mm-hmm. for, like for you to now be happy and realize what i'm doing is when i'm on the black experience page on right. itunes was fucking insulting yeah. like i was happy about it and mm-hmm. i appreciated barry looking out and making sure that yeah. that happened for right, us right but you were so segregated. Yeah, but it was still like, yo, like I've been doing this for mad long, and it's like now you're like, oh, look, you're like you're next yeah. to tax tune. Like what the fuck? Like right. I've been a doing nigga that is like going to jail for some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why do I want to be next? Hashtag free tax tune. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind being next to him. It's not. It's no problem with that. But it's like, yo, I've been doing this, but now you notice me because I'm on an eyes tune black experience next to the tax tone. Like now, like I've been saying like I'm not secretive about nothing like do everybody knows my fucking business you probably know the last person I fucked that's how much of my business I fucking right. tell mm-hmm. and now it's like oh yeah nah, mm-hmm. it, it's, yeah. it yeah. really but I've been told that me. like like with the the stuff that we do here mm-hmm. or the bonfire radio and like that has like I don't know I, I don't know maybe like four or five years of doing this right uh-huh. and then it might be like the more of my resume is bonfire radio at this point yeah. than anything else mm-hmm. but people will still slyly say, do you have something to put ahead of this? Right. right? So now I got I got this NPR shit to put on mm. top of the shit that I own. Yeah. How do I feel putting some right. other motherfucking shit on top of the shit that right. I own? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's crazy. No, it's but they, it's but it's out. That's like how we right. have to move right. now. Like, but that's the other thing is that people don't understand that when we're out here talking about Black Lives Matter, that is so much bigger than just not killing black people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they kill us because they don't value us, which affects every aspect of our lives, our finances, all of that shit, our well being. It's all tied to white supremacist capitalist patriarchy, and we have to bring that shit down. We have to bring the system down, and the way that you do that is to give your fucking money to black women when they fucking asked for it so it was just interesting for her to yeah, go by and all I'm these sure she's a person who says support black business and then you tell them not to play black as woman. long as you that do make, it unless, in the white man's ha- way yeah like you know what, what? because because the person doesn't have a storefront I, right. what so then she comes with this waste man apology this still yo we've been here for a minute yeah <laughs> nah because we i have to address this bullshit apology because i posted something and people were like oh yeah but she apologized no that was not 
That's not how you apologize. And that's and that's okay too. That's all like, and that's okay. That's all it takes, right? right? Like, right. Like I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a little minute. But then also the apology was flawed. So she goes on this whole thing. Basically, what she apologizes for, she doesn't apologize for um, challenging the theory of black women of paying black women, right? She doesn't apologize for that. She's doubled down on that. She's not revisiting that shit or whatever. She apologizes for her comments on mixed race. Um, so here she goes, and, and it's it's a problem for me. So she says some other stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then she says, so here's the deal. I should not have broadly generalized a whole group of my people based on a few people. My mixed race comment offended a bunch of you, and even though you weren't the target, you got swept up in it. I'm sorry for that. That took a long time for me to understand. I wasn't trying to call blackness into question based on amount of melanin. Your blackness is not for me to judge. Well, unless you're Rachel Dolezal, I will not claim her. To my mixed race and light-skinned folks, I'm sorry I made you feel like I was questioning your blackness. Your blacksit passport was never revoked or in jeopardy. I love us. I love us. And she said some other shit I don't care about. Here's the problem with this. I still don't get why they call her a comedian, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. There were other jokes in there, I guess. It's not funny. Right. You're not funny. Not funny. No, no. Here's the problem with this, right? So you targeted mixed race folks, light-skinned folks. You targeted us. You said something that was wild racist or whatever um, and offensive to, like, black people, to your people. Why are you bringing Rachel Dole's all into this? What does she have to do with light skin people? She's a comedian. People? What does she have to do with light skin she's folks? She's a comedian who doesn't know anything about race, like at all. I fucking hate that bitch, yo. Um, Rachel Dolezal. Because here's the thing: if we were talking about dark skinned black folks, like Rachel Dolezal, don't have shit to do with light skinned people. Why are you bringing us into this? Why are you bringing? Why are you connecting Rachel Dolezal? This is what this was supposed to be your apology. Right, you're supposed to be like, I'm sorry, I don't, I didn't understand race. Cause she doesn't know anything. Now. She just knows how to wear sensible shoes and walk around with dry hair. That's it. Okay, <laughs> that is it. Like she doesn't know anything. This is right. not. This is not your lane. Like shut up. You don't know anything yeah. about this, and yeah. it's lots of people don't. Uh-huh. But why would you bring up that's like saying in a conversation about black women? Or I am inferring that she's saying. That y'all, light skinned people look like Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, that's but she's like right. how how that's some half ass shit. Like you are, you are still saying what you said in the first right post. that we're not. Why apologize? Exactly, you're still saying that I not don't black. quite see you as black like me, right? You know, but I'll include you in unless you're like Rachel Dolezal because sometimes I can't tell the difference between you guys. So let me br- let me bring up Rachel Dolezal who has perpetrated black people as by by perpetrating a mixed race black person and, by perpetrating and a has actually black- gotten money right yes. and has actually gotten fucking yes. money yes. doing this shit and who you has bring a book her deal up and you bring her you and you bring her bring her up in this exchange in your apology to light skinned mixed race black folks oh no Mm-mm. fuck that shit Rachel Dolezal that's like me saying something out of pocket about dark skinned folks and then making a joke about blackface yeah in like, my apology well yeah like what what, what? I, I read that, that last night or whatever night I asked yeah. you and then I, 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 I can't deal with her I can't deal with her I found, I found that to be this is, this is not how you apologize to a black person 
You don't apologize to a black person about mentioning Rachel Dolezal. She doesn't understand the weight of what she said. She was apologizing for the backlash. Right. That's it. Right. She doesn't even think what she said was wrong. She doesn't right. even see the problems of what she said. Right. She was just apologizing because the internet was going in on her. Mm-hmm. That is it. Mm-hmm. She's just trying to like clear the air and not have her mentions going fucking crazy. Right. And she so she could still make money with her tangible um, products right. that are sold in the white man's way. Yeah. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Like the fuck. Get a better PR person because that yes, was shitty better, as fuck yo at least your pr person should have a racial her pr person is her it's her and her sensible shoes oh my gosh yo <sighs> annoying i'm trying to make sure that i dragged her in every which way that i was i've been feeling yeah yeah, I think yeah you did it. we did it yeah i think so you want to go to news it's not news so fucking mad at her yo um she's not canceled but i'm not fucking with her for a long time oh she's canceled i don't be I'm black and white. <laughs> I don't do gray errors. I don't do gray errors. Oh, sorry. Here's the last thing I, I wanted gray. to say. At the end of her, the, at the end of her first dissertation, she's like, "Can we have this conversation? Can we critique each other? Can we like? Can we talk about this? This is not something you do in a public space. If you have any respect for black folks, for womanism, for feminism, for like the shit that we're trying to get accomplished out here. If you're not a fucking like colorist bitch, like that's not that's not how you move. You talk in private." Anyway. And you have enough friends that you could have did that in private. Yo, we could have had you a have, whole you have enough. Table. You have enough people around you that you could have had this totally. conversation with. Totally. And not drug the rest of us totally. in here and hurt the rest of our feelings. Absolutely. There was so many ways Absolutely. you could have did this. Because there are people there are people already who feel who, how she felt. Yeah. There are people who read it who are like, I don't see nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's why I don't fuck with you. Why are you in this post of mine? Why are you over here? We don't even talk. You don't even listen to my podcast. Why are you commenting on this? Get the hell out of here. I don't know. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready now. All right, we're gonna go on. Oh, if we've been here on too long, I'd rather just go on. You want to? Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor, in a world where people respect Don Lemon, Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. Okay, that's so... Not news. Today's news that's not news story is actually some better news <laughs> than usual. Oh, okay, yes. Um, Let me find the article. Um, so New York, um, this article is from the Guardian. Um, New York raises the age of criminal responsibility and lightning rod reform. That's what they're calling this range of reform that's happening right now in New York. I don't know why they're calling it that, though. It just sounds weird. I didn't know this until I read this article, but New York is one of the only two states in the U.S. that automatically charges 16 and 17 year olds as adults. I didn't know that was like an automatic thing. If you commit a crime at the age of 16 and 17, you would just automatically charge as an adult. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was a choice. Like, we're going to charge them as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was an alarming numbers for black and brown children because... We're not children, but I didn't know that was an automatic thing. New York and North Carolina are the only states that have that. North Carolina is actually working to change it also. But that was like shit. I didn't even know that. But um, on Sunday, I'm guessing last Sunday, Monday, April 10th. Yeah, last Sunday, um, Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo said, um, 
reform was, wait, let me read it. Governor Andrew Cuomo said the reform was a lightning rod, politically polarizing and probably the most difficult part of the budget, which I don't get um, why making it so the age is 18 to um, charge children as adults. How does that polarize the budget? But um, he's quoted saying that. Um, Who said that? Andrew, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo. That it polarizes the budget. That this policy, that changing this policy, like polarizes the budget. They don't go into why that is. Um, I guess this is. I guess this was the legislation used to go against it. Even though it passed, it passed mm-hmm. that you have to be eighteen to be charging the adult. Um, that other law that was saying sixteen to seventeen was the age mm-hmm. that you were automatically charged. Right. It's now eighteen. Okay. But these is legislation. These well, it'll be are, eighteen in two years. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's seventeen now, and then yeah, but it's automatic. Oh, okay, I get it. It's like yeah, a rolling they're thing. They're gonna do it gradually. Okay. Right. Right. So, like right now, if you go, if you're uh 17 you still get charged automatically as charging an adult. adult yeah 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 if right now it's six if you go in at 16 you're, yeah, you're good yeah. right 17 you charge as an adult and then next year 2018 then it'll be right. 18 yeah they're doing it gradually i don't get why you have to roll that other than the prison labor that's what it is and that probably is what the maybe but he's that's saying the budget shit that he's um, talking about yeah hmm that's some fuck shit yep i do like that it's being changed mm-hmm. especially now that i knew that it was automatically at 16 to 17 like right i didn't have that information either and i think that they rely on us not having that yeah information. Yeah. yeah i always thought it was like this unfair choice they just kept making well they do that that they, they do that so like for kids under yeah generally age, but yeah they still decide yeah, like oh i'm gonna definitely. charge you you're 14 but i don't like what you did so yeah. i'm gonna charge you as an adult which yeah. is fucking insane yeah um but at 16 to 17 it was automatic right. and the state and I like to bring up New York's fuck shit because people just always think New York is just like this Utopia. diverse, yeah. utopic metropolis where opportunities mm-hmm. are of abundance. Mm-hmm. And um, nah, we mm-hmm. is still in America. Yeah. We still in, we still yeah. in here. So um, it is cool though that that law is changing, even though they're rolling it out in a weird way. Yeah, they don't want to do it. They want to give us free right away. <laughs> still owe these prisons labor they're expecting their kids okay yeah but it's still it's still it's still good news Mm -hmm. um that something is changing in the right direction at least Mm -hmm. for this amount of time Mm -hmm. we'll see what happened in 10 years basically yeah (laughs) yeah that's usually how that goes yeah well thank you for that yo no problem no problem um, so let's get into the pit. The pit! Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. <laughs> okay, so the pit. Um, I would like to say that I've been having a really great weekend. Good. Saturday was really nice. That's nice. um, I'm just saying that because I'm about to be angry. Okay. And, I was um, like, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh, I good. figure before I go there, I t- I'll just say I had a great weekend. That's good. I'm glad you and did. And use my light inside voice. That's nice. <laughs> um, okay. So there was an article floating around the Twitter um, written by um, a journalist that writes for the New York Mag. His name is Andrew Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 
Okay. You know, I don't be remembering white man names. And um, so first I was staying away because I was having a great Saturday. Right. Um, very great Saturday. And we get it. All right. No, it was very good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. My Saturday. Okay. So I'm seeing remnants of this article. A lot of other people in media that I follow on Twitter who I appreciate their thought process are like ripping this man to shreds. And I'm like, oh, why are we ripping him apart? And I'm like, no. Saturday, it's having fun, you know, whatever. Um, So when I finally paid attention to the Rublins this morning, um, he wrote an article um, where he basically states that, actually, you know, I'm just reading a piece from the article. Okay. It's easy to mock this reductionism. I know, but it reflects something a little deeper. Asian, oh, sorry, let me preface this. Mm -hmm. He was, he, in this article, he is talking about what happened to the United Airlines flight when the um, Asian man was dragged off the plane. Yeah, the doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, The doctor, I rather call him a doctor. The doctor was dragged off the plane Mm -hmm. and um, beat up, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So he's referring to that and the reaction that people are having to that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's easy to mock this reductionism, I know, but it reflects something a little deeper. Asian Americans, like Jews, are indeed a problem for the social justice brigade. I mean, I don't know why I did that, like they could see me. Oh, I saw you. <laughs> she did. She put that in air quotes, social justice brigade. <laughs> air quotes. Social justice brigade. That's three air quotes, guys. You got it? Right. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I mean... How on earth have both ethnic groups done so well in such a profoundly racist society? Oh, my God. How have bigoted white people allowed these minorities to do so well? And even to the point of earning more on average than whites. Asian Americans, for example, have been subject to some of the most brutal oppression racial hatred, and open discrimination over the years. In the 19th century, at most, worked in hard labor. They were subjected to lynchings and violence across the American West and laws that prohibited their employment. They were banned from immigrating to the U.S. in 1924. Japanese-American citizens were forced into internment camps during the Second World War and subjected to hideous racist propaganda after Pearl Harbor. Yet, today, Asian Americans are among the most prosperous, well-educated, and successful ethnic groups in America. What gives? (laughs) (laughs) It couldn't possibly possibly be that they're maintained solid two-parent family structures. This is a white man? Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. Had social networks that looked after one another placed enormous emphasis on education and hard work and thereby turned false negative stereotypes into true positive ones. Could it? It couldn't be that at all. But it couldn't be that all whites are not racist or that the American dream still lives. This is a troll. This is, what is, what, 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 what magazine is this? New what? York Magazine. Wow. Yes. So... But wait, how does he relate this to the doctor? Um, there's a conversation going on about the ideal minority. Okay. And um, 
about how Asian Americans are a minority, but they have somehow figured out a way to still live the American dream mm -hmm. and surpass white people in education and, and money oh, and, and all this, this is, stuff. And except that now that Trump is president, now motherfuckers are getting dragged off planes and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So for me, my issue is this. My issue is this. My issue is this. Mm -hmm. When it comes to oppression, everyone has their different struggles. And I, I need us to not be like comparing one minority to another. That's like, something that white folks do, though. Yeah, but he's a white folk. Right. That's not, I was actually, I, I'm going to say this real quick. Somebody, I was having a conversation with somebody, um, uh, an Asian person who just recently and acknowledges that she just re she always kind of identified as white because yeah. she was kind of taught that she was the only Asian person in her community. She grew up with white folks and she was taught to just kind of assimilate and do your best. But she's realizing she's always had to work, you know, twice as hard like the shit like she's just now coming into that. But anyway, so she said that. And then we're having this conversation and I, I was talking about um, just general oppression and that capitalism is based on somebody being on the bottom and yada, yada, yada. I mean, she's like, well, who's because I, I started talking about trans folks and the concepts of privilege and how you know I, even as a black woman there is privilege that i hold or whatever um and she's like well who's on the bottom and i was like well i guess if i were black and trans and disabled i'm sure you know i'd have less pri but i was thinking who's on the bottom why the fuck doesn't because then that goes into right the struggle olympics right yeah so exactly who's on the bottom who's really of course i acknowledge that latina women latinx women latinx femmes make less money than black women do to a man's dollar you know yeah, what i'm saying or even but, a native woman they, right, they make far least right, than all of us absolutely like absolutely. that's known but, but generally speaking there's no need it's, it's important that i acknowledge my privilege but there's no need for this who's on the bottom and yeah. well, how come they could do better and i can and this that or whatever and yada yada that's not i think it just adds to people being tone deaf when it comes to race right you know what i'm saying because yes there are many kinds of minorities in this country but america treats you different ways mm -hmm. based on the race you are or the culture that you have and what in fits this country white supremacist and what narrative. is yes what fits the narrative what's closer to white supremacy mm -hmm. what is not threatening mm -hmm. to white supremacy all of those things come into play when it comes to who is the model minority right. okay so I'm not Asian American and I know that Asian American has many horrible experiences with America because mm -hmm. look America fucks with everybody mm -hmm. everybody gets fucked right. up here but to align that with other minorities and say this is the model one like that is the model i should follow mm -hmm. and to write something like this in a condescending tone saying is it because of white people is it because you know maybe they just know how to navigate and live the american maybe dream you're the problem yeah it's yeah. it's fucked up shit and that's not that's that's just it's just fucked up mm -hmm. it's just fucked up and it's crazy and i'm tired of fucking white liberal like people saying shit like this mm -hmm. and i'm tired of them having the space to say these things um because it's, it's counterproductive and it, it it's it's like to me that was some lovey shit like that was the yep. same that was the same fucking thing like mm -hmm. i don't understand how well for him like, i understand a little bit more why he does not understand white supremacy and how that affects many different people in different ways but to even speak of an Asian experience that's not even yours to explain why white supremacy probably isn't that bad mm -hmm. is bullshit. Mm -hmm. And what he doesn't realize or write about 
realize basically <laughs> is, is like to achieve for for asian people to have achieved the model minority status and shout mm-hmm. out to pam from brunch of budget who mm-hmm. like fucking breaks this shit down uh-huh. for them to achieve that level of like white people feeling safe to have them around and be their buds and whatever mm-hmm. um they give up mad shit yep. yeah they yes. literally give up their Ma- first name yeah yep. like my uncle is married to a vietnamese woman her name is Fung, mm-hmm. right with a ph like all the way yeah right? she goes to work and they call her kim right i mean and, and she she writes it on papers i mean uh-huh. she's given up shit to like right. be in this community exactly and like how they act right so like like you got you got those um chinese schools mm-hmm. after school centers mm-hmm. right like and they learn all the chinese shit there and they're like yo you know what just save all that shit for after school yeah. like they give up a lot of shit yeah. to achieve this like fake right. white assimilation yeah. status mm-hmm. and uh, he's not even recognizing that he's not e- at all like shells of and their culture the because he's not yeah. even asian like mm-hmm. why are you fucking with your white ass writing about an asian minority experience experience and comparing it to other minorities and you was fucking it's white as fucking white like right. shut right. up you don't need to be talking about this at all mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. there's a many there's many many asian writers who can write about the minority experience of asian people and do it mm-hmm. without including me. Right. And but and speaking for themselves. That's the other thing. And, and is Jews, that. like, out of nowhere. Oh. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, the oh, Jews, they did it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what his problem is. But um, that's the other thing is that these concepts of a model minority, they fuel white supremacy, right? So this is something that white supremacists, they, the, the system has allowed for a model minority, right? Yeah. So they've fueled it. This is how they want it so that mm-hmm. they can say, no, we're not racist. See, why can't you just be like them? Yep. Why can't you just do that? So this is something that Asians haven't necessarily done to themselves. You know what I'm saying? But it's like something that has been built into this system. Somebody has to be on the bottom. We have to justify why we treat black folks like shit. Yep. We have to make it seem like you can come here and, and do anything. I have to it. include, this motherfucker includes Jews in this narrative as if Jewish folks, of course, it's all kind of anti-Semitic shit that goes down. That does not exclude the fact but, that a Jewish person can walk into a room exactly. if they're not too dark and their hair's not too curly and survive and but exist But even as in white. that piece, he used Jewish people as a token because you mentioned them once yep. and then I hear about them again. Right. I didn't hear about them again. Right. Story, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's, it's like, it's like, stop being frugazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. serious, it's just, it's just, it's just unnerving. Um, I will say he was getting dragged by uh, OD white writers as well mm-hmm. on, that's the, good. on the Twitters that's good yeah. cause Lovey can bake them uh, some cookies <laughs> and send it to their house and thank them for being kind white folks and ask oh, and them about, kindly um, to show up to Asian Twitter March. and black Twitter formed mm-hmm. me- a mega racial Twitter to to fight against this bitch yeah they did oh they, did. they do a lot, lot. a lot was happening that yeah, goes yeah. down that goes the down the thing lot, yeah. the, the, the other piece for me that irked me was um, let me think about this. Was that within him talking about this, like no one or white liberal media never talks about anti-blackness. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's like there's 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 white supremacy and there's anti-blackness. Like mm-hmm. there's anti-blackness and white supremacy, but there's like white supremacy that's like this umbrella that affects all of us. And then there's this specific kind of white supremacy called anti-blackness that affects us and no one like fucking talks about it. And right. No one wants to dress about it. And like only people who talk about anti-blackness to this degree are black people and that's it. Um, Cuz if we don't do it, 
Nobody else will. Because it's like, it's, it's annoying. Like, I remember, um, I'm not into comparing people's struggles, but it's like, their experience as Asian people, they're also immigrants here. So it's like a, it's, it's different. It's different. It's different than you comparing it to a fucking black ass motherfucker who came here as a slave, has been here through generations and do generationally has been told you a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Like this is just many different things that you're not accounting for. Generationally, we've been told we're pieces of shit. Generally, generationally, white folks here have been told we're pieces, pieces of, of shit. shit. It's in everybody's mentality that we're pieces of shit. Asian folks come here or immigrants come here and that experience is different. Yes. White folks have still been told that everyone else is pieces of shit. It's just the dynamic of that is different. different. That, that brand of hatred is different. different. So it's like you cannot talk about minority experiences um, you shouldn't compare minority experiences, but if you are going to compare them, you cannot talk about them and not talk about the anti-black sentiment that is in this country mm-hmm. that was that has that was basically birthed here. Like you mm-hmm. can't have conversations about minorities, racial minorities, mm-hmm. and not talk about anti-blackness. Right. Like that just makes no sense. Like how do you even open your mouth to even start that conversation and you don't address anti-blackness? Shut the fuck up! Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Like ugh. Don't be Asian and talk about Asian shit and keep black people's names out your mouth. You said, Period. You said don't be Asian. You mean don't be white. Yeah, don't be white Asian and talk about Asian yeah. shit. Keep black people's names out your mouth and don't be using Jews as tokens for your fucking argument. Mm-hmm. Like, stupid. And tell your friends to stop fucking digging up old shit that don't have shit to do with why somebody was treated uh, with malice by yeah, police like, or experienced police brutality. Don't bring up shit that don't have shit to do with what happened that day. Exactly. Bringing like, up his whole... They treated him like a black man. They bringing did. Bringing up his whole record. Bringing up... Fuck that. and even in his argument like um like i said i don't like to compare struggles but like they were even lynched they were even many people in this country of different colors was lynched but not at the number amount of black people here Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. don't do that don't do that don't do that that shit don't do that not to mention not to mention like again this goes back to like outsiders talking about stuff or whatever people within black lives matter like we're trying to end this fucking white supremacist capitalist patriarchy shit right that includes everybody's oppression right so we all we watch this man being dragged off the plane or whatever that touches us you know what i'm saying that's like a thing somebody posted i I can't with this person but somebody (laughs) somebody posted some shit on facebook Somebody I talked about before. And in her post, Oh, God, she why says, does she keep doing things? I don't things? know, yo. I don't Girl, know. Girl, if you're listening, just take a break. I don't know. From the Facebook. It wasn't that bad. but Put she your was, phone down. She starts off saying how this was horrible, blah, 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 and we need to blah. She was clearly just a black person, clearly talking to white people. I don't know why you're saying we. But anyway, and then she's like... Basically saying that we need to maybe we should look at police brutality out of the scope outside of the scope of black bodies being abused and look at it this other kind of way. And so I'm like, so you telling me that you think you telling me that they would have dragged because she's oh, because then she's like, this could have happened to anyone. I'm like, you telling me they would have dragged a white doctor out of his seat like that and dragged him off the plane if he said, listen, I have patients I need to see tomorrow. I cannot miss this flight. I need to be on this flight. They would have dragged him off. She's like, maybe. 
No, no, no. They dragged him off like that because he was Asian. They dragged him off like that because English was not his first language. They dragged him off like that because he was being dehumanized because of his race, because yes. of all of those markers. Yeah. And people within Black Lives Matter, we recognize that shit. You know what I'm saying? We saw that immediately. We don't need you to write this fucking 10 page paragraph fucking Facebook dissertation on how we need to reimagine. That's your issue and your white friend's issue okay talk to them address them directly and leave us out of this narrative that experience is is the one we're talking about all those things that you said that's the experience that everyone's talking about when they talk about this black lives matter movement and i don't know why you would need to further explain that but um it's because stay in your lane i don't know stop swerving So Andrew Sullivan goes in the pit. He's a swerving motherfucker. Lovey goes in the pit. I don't know. I think we've done the show. Yeah, we did it. We're sorry to keep you so long. I had a lot to get off my chest. She really did. Sorry. She Um, really did. Like we said, we gave you all the donation links. So hit us. Hit our PayPal. Hit our Patreon. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. You can send us T-mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. You can check our website, T with Queen and J.com. And we are on Tumblr and Facebook, T with Queen and J. What else? I think that's it. All right. Black Lives Matter, Disability Too White, Say Her Name, Stop Killing Trans Women, Drink Your Water, Eat Your Vegetables. Stop fucking abusing one another, yo. You said Drink water. Yeah. Hydrate. Mm-hmm. So you don't be dry like lovey. Yeah, man. They have uh, dubbed me Auntie Maxine and I love it. But I'm having the time of my life with the millennials. They're even teaching me a new language. Well, I think that everybody knows now that after I came out of the classified briefing, uh, with um, the uh, FBI director, I basically said the FBI director has no credibility. And for some reason, that went viral. And uh, when it was described by the young people about what I'd said or what I'd done, they said, well, uh, she threw shade. And so I had to ask my grandchildren, what does it mean I threw shade? And so they explained to me uh, what that's all about. Can I help you? What do you want? I'm getting, um, you know, tweets and uh, retweets, and I'm getting young people coming up to me uh, in cities that I go to asking for autographs and wanting to talk and and take pictures, and I'm having a great time, and I'm feeling uh, that um, a connection has been made. I see a lot of possibilities here. I see young people who are thinking about office, Uh, running for office and participating in government and politics. I'm happy with it, very happy. And also, I love what they taught me to say, stay woke, stay energized, stay on point, Uh, understand what's going around uh, you. And so it's been fun, and I'm loving it. (laughs) 